As tip defenders, well, that's not really true. McCall, more tip defender, me more tip advocate because I came into this one probably in the same place as a lot of people. But as as regular tip responders when it comes to that issue on the AJ McCall show on VFX, I my interest was piqued when I stumbled across a poll that examined who was the worst tipper of baby boomers, Generation X, and millennials. Because in my own personal experience, it's not millennials, me being one. Right. Bad news. Yeah. It was millennials. Yeah. I am shocked and upset. I felt all of the emotions and all of the stages of grief as I read this study. I didn't think it was true. I did it. So I put it on my Instagram because I was curious about it. Majority of people, thankfully, are not in the camp that this study says but there is still a uncomfortable amount of people who said that they would tip less than what is it 16% yes on there guys majority of millennials 55% guys why it is worth noting that in the same poll it also found that millennials were also the ones that tipped the highest so there's just bigger peaks and valleys okay but they were also again they were more notorious for being less than 20% for being, uh, they said their response, one in three millennials think it should be less than 10% to tip. And I was like, oh, guys. no, guys, taking it's a step disgusting. back. I mean, I could come up with defenses all day and be like, oh, it's because they think that the no. the $2 is ridiculous and you shouldn't be dependent on the tip. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. But like, they need our help and they're doing a good job. So like, leave my tip or whatever. But yeah, I got to tell you, after meeting McCall and trying to become a much better tipper, the issue that I have run into is... Uh, trying to figure out like who I tip or not. Uh, one of the days I think when you were out, when I got back from vacation, I talked about how um, I was, I was panicking because I was like, now I don't know who I tip at all. I feel like I should tip everyone just to be safe. Uh-huh. Like I, I made the example, if someone came to save my house because it was on fire, I'd be like, here's 20 spot. Thanks guys. I don't think that they can actually take that. I'm sure they I can. think legally speaking, I think that that's a, that's a no because that's like bribery or something. There is. So, yeah. <laughs> can you guys get here a little bit faster? Right. That's, I think that's <laughs> what it comes bit. down to. But no, I, I ran into that because actually a coworker's wife here works in the medical field and actually helped me out massively because I lost my vaccine card when trying to take my vacation. Mm-hmm. And so I asked the coworker, I was like, hey. Does your wife have a favorite kind of sweets? I would like to thank her because she saved my bacon. Yep. And he said, oh, she actually can't accept treats for work. It's, uh, trust me, I've gotten into this. It's a whole big thing. And I yep. was like, oh, right, that makes sense. And then I was going to like just try and s- casually come back to it and just be like, hey, these are for you guys. But then I was like, I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Right. Like, I don't want this to turn into something. Well, we found out that someone gave you something nice and, and that, that's just like, okay, I'm just not going to do anything on the fact that I didn't want to get anybody fired, even though that's, I just wanted to thank her for doing basically a great job and helping me out. Right. Can I, if I say it's just as a friend, like, is that fine? This is a friend gift, not a tip gift. No, I don't think so. If you had bought it, if you had bought something in the past for no reason at all, it would have been a different story. Oh man. See, tipping, confusing, except when you go out to restaurants and stuff. Like 20% guys, like that's, we got this. Come on. If you can't tip, I'm going to say this right now. If you cannot tip 15% when you're going out to a restaurant for dinner, you should not be going out to a restaurant for dinner. There have been many a times that this conversation has arisen and we have talked about this and there have been people who say, well, I can't afford to do the tip. Then don't go out to a restaurant. It's fair. I'm sorry. It's 
very reasonable. It's not fair. I understand, okay? The whole way that the system of the restaurant industry is built is broken, right? It is what it is. Unless you're going to join Congress and do something to fix it about it, you're not. It, it is what it is. They make two thirteen an hour. Tip them. They need it. Yes. Uh, uh, speaking of things I stumbled across, that of course made me kind of sad. Um, and so then I was just perusing the internet. A list was put together of the strangest things Americans collect, and like collecting makes sense. I feel like at some point everybody dabbles with some sort mm-hmm. of collection, whether you remain in it or find something else remains to be seen. Um, yeah, it lives up to its, I don't understand how people end up with things that they ended up with. Mm -hmm. There's one minor thing I could go back and tell kid me. It would be like, collect things, just things in your childhood, because some of them are not going to exist anymore. And some of them are going to be worth a whole lot of money. That being said, AJ and McCall at VFX, when I stumbled across the list of the, uh, Weirdest things that American collect. Huh? Number two on the list is raccoon and penguin statues. What? Yeah. Like, I like penguins. But, huh? Where are you getting penguin statues? That's kind of the same question I had. You know, I'm thinking about it. I think there's the there's an antique store just on 6 that I've passed before that I feel like there's a penguin statue out front. That's one of those people. There it is. The average American right there. No, I just think that it's there, so then you could like go in and go buy it if you wanted it. Uh, pass. Pass. Uh, frozen pizza packaging. Ew. For what? Did, what are you going to do what, with it? What has changed? If you've already used it, what are you going to do with it? I, uh, frozen pizza packaging just isn't the same as it used to be. That's basically what I get from this. I, uh, because I don't know why else you would be collecting it. What? Okay. I, I feel confident in saying that that is not going to regain any value of substance. Ever. Yeah, whatsoever. <laughs> Literally ever. Just never going to happen. No. Uh, uh, gargoyles made the list. Dude, we- there are so many houses that have gargoyles on them, and I don't get it. Like, if you have gargoyles, you better have a gate that's keeping people out. Because otherwise, you just, no. It Gargoyles does, don't belong on a basic house. It does seem pretty superfluous to be that fancy with that statue when you don't have anything else going on. Yeah. It. There's a house that's notorious in my hometown. It has a tiny fence. Mm-hmm. It has a small, small front yard. But like it has like so many different statues on it. And I don't know if they're real stone or not. I just have driven by it enough that I sort of have it ingrained in my memory. But they have like so many different statues. I'm like, your yard is... Like, maybe 10 feet by 10 feet. There's, like, no space there. Why do you have all these statues? I don't understand the desire for statues, but that's my own thing. I don't understand the desire for yard statues, I guess. I don't get it either. The weirdest thing I collected growing up is that uh, we used to play sports, my brother and I, and we would always get a Gatorade after the game, Uh and I would always get a different flavor. And then I would keep the bottle. So I had a bottle of each flavor. And they were the plastic ones. They weren't even the nice glass ones. It'd be the plastic ones you squeeze with the twisty tops. Right. And they sat up on a windowsill in my room. Uh, I got I got to about 12. And then I was like, this is kind of stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and then I threw them all away. But for, for a few weeks there, just collected plastic Gatorade bottles just because the label said Mountain Rush or Lemon Ice or whatever. And that's uh, dumb. So dumb. But... Uh, Still, I would take the Gatorade bottles over 
Yeah. Raccoon and penguin statues. How did how the real question is how did they land on those? Of all the animals in the animal kingdom, why is it those two? I don't know. Are we talking like they're more commonly made than lion statues? Or like they're more they're more commonly made than lion statues and they're a little bit more exotic than dog and cat statues. Yeah, cuz dog and cat statues, I feel like everybody has them. <laughs> What? What? Uh, I think I was in the beginning of a horror movie, but it may have been a Hallmark movie. When I went on vacation, you could decide for yourself because, well, one lady on that plane, she was on a journey. Hopefully it ended well. Start of a horror movie, start of a Hallmark movie. McCall will decide and you're allowed to text in to 68255. The number to text, start your text with VFX. AJ McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight. Now, for those who don't recall... I went on vacation not that long ago. I flew, ultimately, from Chicago to Amsterdam. Now, on this flight, it was my sister-in-law, my girlfriend and me sitting in one row. My brother was right next to us, and he has become the chatty one in the family. So, he was sitting next to this girl and decided, yeah, it's a long flight. Might as well see what's going on. Yeah. Started talking to her. Said girl was flying to Amsterdam because she was going to meet a guy that she had met online no. that year. no. No. So then I don't I repressed this just for the exact right time. It's time to play Hallmark or Horror. And I was like, huh. Now don't get me wrong. I've covered at least a little bit of ground to go and meet people of the the opposite sex of dating interests. For sure. Of course. But I have never taken a flight and been like, this goes badly. I have no idea what I'm gonna do. I mean, free vacation, I guess. You know, there's lots of times that people go on these uh, gallivants to different countries to go and meet other people. Seemingly, majority of the time, though, it's like, yes, send me money and I will fly to you. And then they never do. And they take your money and they run away, right? But the fact that she was actually flying seems to prove that we still don't know who's on the other end of this. No idea. Uh, she started talking about it and she revealed it. My brother was polite about it, but she kind of got a little shady on the details. I think she was starting to, I think she was already feeling apprehensive as it was. I'm sure. And then a stranger getting the story out of her and then thinking about it was like, hmm, I've seen Catfish too. I've also seen the movie Hostel or mm-hmm. parts of it. I know what happens in Europe. Bad things. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, as, mm, you got, we got FaceTime a whole bunch. Definitely, I mean, we got to send, like, I need pictures with newspapers in them to prove that it's actually you. It's terrifying. Also, like, talk about pressure, right? Like, if if they don't get married, that is a level of commitment to fly. I, I They did the, they showed the thing on them. I think it was 15,000 miles. Ugh. It was 15,000 miles from Chicago to Amsterdam. Like, homeboy better have a pretty good week set aside for her coming out there. Because this isn't like, oh, I drove, you know, two hours up north to go see the girl that I'm interested in. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's two hours. It's fine. <laughs> this, is a, this is a seven and a half hour flight. International, passport, COVID test, all of that. I'm just, I'm trying to wrap my brain around this. Because, yes, obviously, virtual meetings and things and virtual dating has been very prominent in the last year and a half-ish. So, I mean, after a year, you'd think... There would be things that you could pick apart and see if they were legit. One would hope. Oh, One man. One would hope that, that... you would have the wool pulled over your eyes. I can tell you, just by that... default, and I'm not coming off it, horror movie. I don't think it's a Hallmark movie. I would not be going by myself. 
By the way, I saw the other day, completely unrelated, but probably helped him. Dutch, tallest people in the world. Wow. On average. That's great. I know. Random fun fact of the day for you while we talk about this horror movie in the making that I got to witness as a tertiary character. Correct. Like at the beginning, we were the people who were like, oh, that sounds like it's going to be a fun time. And then we never see her again. And then then later it cuts to- Three weeks later. It cuts to like, wait, that was the girl from- That was the girl from the thing? Yep. We should have said something. I totally should have said something. I hope that's not how it goes, though. No, fingers crossed. She seemed nice enough. I didn't really talk to her. I just heard the story later and then thought, idiot. <laughs> I hope it worked out for her. Tis spooky season. Yesterday, my alarm in the house went off for no reason. Nice. Went home, checked on it, nothing. Mm-hmm. Ash was like, must have been a ghost. I said, probably was. And she said, that's a sign we need to watch a scary movie. I was like, yeah, I don't think that's what the ghost was saying. No. I don't think so. Maybe, though. Mm. I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe. Now that we may potentially face ourselves with this question, dealing with the paranormal or dealing with dumb criminals. Mm. Real life. Get stuck with one or the other. I I feel like the paranormal is more predictable in this (laughs) sense. I kind of agree. Yeah. Stranger Bridgeland, Florida, not on VFX all this week, qualifying for triple entries for that pair of golden passes to pair X. If we catch a criminal from Florida, so three headlines, please. Okay, so your headline number one has to do with a man named Sir Dangerous who kidnapped a woman and promised to, quote, make her life miserable. I mean, by providing her with a terrible marriage? Like, I, just, I don't know. I don't know. Like, the, don't get me wrong. Kidnapping, scary situation, but that sounds like the minorest inconveniences of problems. Like, I mean, he had a box cutter, so. Oh, well, you know. You know, there's. Tighten all the lids. Mm, yeah. Turn the air all the way down. So there's story one. Story number two, some guy test drove a BMW to a bank, robbed it, and then used the cash to buy the BMW. <coughs> mm-hmm. Like it's foolproof. Yeah. And then story number three, a suspect tried hiding from the cops in a dumpster and then switched to a porta pot because they'd never see him climbing out of the dumpster to run there. You're I'm, very limited in your options, bud. I'm hoping the smell discourages police officers. You gotta be honest, I think... I think they're good with it. I think they can make they'll make it through. They'll they'll find you eventually. Not to mention neither of those spaces are very big, so even if it's like real rank, they could just be like <gasps> and then just run in there and do with their thing real fast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> good luck. You know what the guy committing a kidnapping in one of these stories for the Stranger Bridge of Florida not with H. A. McCall at VFX for saying I'm gonna make your life miserable or whatever. Seems like he didn't want to go all the way there just because he's like, Look, 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 I just said it was not gonna be a good time. That's all I said. Right. I didn't I didn't really threaten her guys. Like, come on. It's really not that big of a deal. I mean, dude's trying to leave himself some wiggle room, right, Austin? Right. <laughs> He's like, Does that look like I just I just said it was look, you know, I was joking. I was kidding. You know, a minor inconvenience. Three full stories, please. Okay, story number one, twenty seven year old guy got arrested on Tuesday after allegedly kidnapping a lady and threatening her with a box cutter. Sounds dangerous. His name is Sir Dangerous. <laughs> It's actually Sir Dangerous LaShad LaShad London. It's kind of difficult to say out loud, but (laughs) reading it, I was like, oh, okay, I got this. No. Dude, watch those movies where everyone's like, Dangerous, my middle name is like, that is genius. I love it. We're making it my first name. (laughs) So he's facing nine charges, including armed kidnapping, burglary, aggravated uh, battery, using a deadly weapon, aggravated assault, and grad theft because he... uh, Chased her down in another vehicle, crashed into her, said he was going to make her life miserable. Eventually, uh, ended up going to the police. So, But good news, he didn't say that he was going to physically harm her out loud. He no. said, you're just not going to have a good time. No. 
Anyway, so that. I mean, he did, but yeah, there's story one. Story number two, some guy was test driving a BMW and drove it to the bank, robbed the place, drove it back to the dealership to use the new cash to buy the new car. Cops tracked him down. He was sentenced to 20 years in prison. Yeah, like, so one, someone test drove recently. Yeah, there's a lot of freedom, but you, uh, your brain goes, oh man, they're like, really like, they don't care. You can drive 15, 20 minutes. They don't care, but- there's a reason for that. They got a way to track you down, too. Like, banks have cameras, too, bro. Right. In the age of cell phones, I think the cops will make it back to the dealership before you do. Yeah, for real, though. I'm trying to decide because he, he, only, he only demanded ten grand. So, hmm. down payment, down question payment? mark? Like, Must so he, be. So he still had to come back for it, right. too. And they still, I'm oh. sure he had to go back to the bank and sign the paperwork, you know? <laughs> All right, there's story two. Uh, then we got story number three. Car thief tried hiding from the cops in a dumpster. And then as they were arriving towards the dumpster, the cops were, he hopped out and uh, went to the porta pot which upgrade, downgrade, dis- uh, disgusting hiding spots. Ooh. I'm not I wanna sure. Say, I want to say downgrade. I don't know. I don't know that I've ever walked into a porta potty and thought this is anything mm, nice. less than unpleasant. But like right. dumpster, if it's bagged or stuff, you know, depending on what day, it could be all okay. I don't know. Cops found him in there, too, though, and they caught him after a, quote, brief chase. When this makes the papers, remember, it's stinky. S-T-I-N-K-Y bandit. Yep. There you go. Three crazy stories. What do you think? Oh, uh, I mean, three is definitely dumb. Two, we get those stories all the time. I don't remember the cop, the the terrible car stealing stories being the Florida ones. Like, really, if it's anything, maybe one, just the, the line... One or three. I'll, I go with. I'll go with one or three. I, I'm not sure what you're thinking here, Austin, because there's not anything that stands out specifically. Let, let's go with just one. You like number one? Okay. Cross my fingers and trust Austin's judgment here, McCall. Is it story number one? It is. Congratulations. We've got you hooked up for that special entry for the Stranger Bridgerland Para X. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you. Okay. Sweet. You know, I got to tell you, I uh, I didn't contemplate didn't contemplate theft while I was test driving vehicles, but there was one dealership where uh, we got everything taken care of, and then they they just left. Like, really? The place was empty. The car keys were literally sitting there by the door. The lot was empty. Nobody was there. Weird. And I was like, look, I'm not going to steal anything, because I'm sure that there has to be cameras or LoJack or both in the cars, but I was like, man, this is an immense amount of trust to just disappear and let leave the keys in the lot here. Yeah. <sighs> But I mean, apparently, I, maybe they, maybe post COVID they got an upgrade in the security system because you know had social distancing. Maybe right? so. Congratulations, Austin. He went straight to Bridgeland, Florida, not on VFX. Uh, good news, bad news for you, McCall. Okay. People have found out how to save themselves time. In fact, they've saved themselves an average of four hours a week. Oh. Bad news is they've done it by watching some of your most hated videos on the internet. Oh no. Some of McCall's most hated videos on the internet have found their strength. They have hit a stride post-pandemic. AJ McCall at VFX, and those videos would probably be life hack videos, McCall. Ew. There's nothing I hate worse than five-minute crafts. They must be stopped. (laughs) What it's worth is we've all seen it. It's those videos where it's like, do this, and you're like, or just use the cup the way it was supposed to be used. Yeah. Just a thought. I mean, it's a great thought. It, it doesn't get better. So according to the, the, the poll, 69% of people have tried at least one life hack post-COVID. And apparently it has worked because the average person apparently shaves four hours a week due to life hacks. 
So I thought, okay, try this again. I'm going to Google them. So I Googled best life hacks you can use to save time because that, that's ultimately what we're trying to do, right? We're trying to work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I don't feel like there's a lot of help here. I found an article that was the 30 best ones. So it was like uh, one of them. Here you go. I'm going to call. Think of, rethink your commute time. Move closer. Shorten it by avoiding high traffic times. Of course, things that you have complete control of. Right. Obviously. <laughs> I'll start doing that next time. Thank you. <laughs> Here's another one for you, McCall. This one I think is coming for you. Create an efficient system for dealing with emails. <sighs> okay. So the thing is, the thing is, a lot of them have to do with meals. And the suggestion usually is obviously you you make if you can make leftovers and you meal prep, that makes sense. But if some of them also are like, make breakfast or prepare your breakfast or lunch the time before. And I'm like, that's not really time saver. It's a time, it moves the time. It's just, yeah. Because you just moved it to the day before. It makes it easier for the day of. Yeah. Like, I, it's like, put out your clothes the night before. Like, in theory, great. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Hey, good news uh, for work here. Uh, already already applied. Well, maybe not the burst part, but it, this one suggests you work an intense 20-minute burst. Got the 20 minutes and a long breakdown. Got that figured out. Cool. Not the intense burst, but that's like life hacks. I feel like it's one of those things where everybody has decided, yeah, no, I got this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I can help you out. I've got the, and you're like, no, no, those don't work at all. Like uh, telling someone... I'm I'm with it. I love the fact that I have a super short commute. But to turning around and telling McCall, move closer. <laughs> kind of a lot that goes into that. That's not really a life hack. That's like a life adjustment. It is. There's a it massive is a, life change. Correct. It is a life adjustment. I'm with the meal prep thing. Right. Like, I loved it. That was great. But I just, for some reason, the internet keeps putting out these things that it's like, yes, we have all of the world's solutions. It's like... I don't want that solution, okay? I don't need the solution for how to be able to convert a two-liter bottle of soda into a convenient watering can or, like, any of those. Pour out of a cup. Dude, just... Fill cup, pour. Done. My favorite videos with those is always... It's always when they buy a brand new two-liter of soda and then they dump it out (laughs) and then they do something with it. I'm like, stop it. How dare you? Look, it's a life hack, not a money saver. Get That's a hose. We're, we're trying to save time, not money. Jeez. Or use just, your hands. Like when I when I lived in New Mexico, I had two trees I had to water as part of the house I rented. Took a picture, filled it with water, poured out the tree. It was fine. The trees were good. Did no complaints whatsoever from the trees. They were fine. What you need to do is get a liter of soda, dump it out. Dump that out. That's a waste of time. Garbage. <laughs> dump it directly in the sink. And then <laughs> cut it up. Into something that you'd imagine a fifth grader decided to do. I hate uh, them. I, I, I'm infuriated I by them. What's the point? I know. You guys suck. Uh, yesterday, the game we played was Hallmark or Horror because several situations came up, and it was actually part of Would You Rather Wednesday. Was it a Hallmark movie or a horror movie? Today, the first question is prank or horror movie because it's spooky season, and since McCall, once upon a time, since she remodeled a house and found something left over, I'll ask her if she thinks it was just something silly somebody left behind or a sign that you need to get out because you're going to get murdered. Let's be honest. No doll is going to scare us unless it's tiny with red hair and a knife, in which case, yeah, terrified as a child of Chucky. Yep. You're getting stabbed. Ugh. AJ and McCall on VFX. 
Now, a little bit of background. McCall tore down her, tore down, remodeled her <laughs> house. Yes. Just tore it down to the studs. Yes. And found some things left over. Right? Yeah. So, of all those things, nothing was particularly spooky. None of that, right? No, I mean, I found like a little toolkit that was uh, like old. I don't know if it was necessarily like a child's toolkit by any means, but it was like little toolkit, found some Valentines between people. I've got it literally all framed and in my kitchen because I figured it's a part of the house. It's been a part of the house this long. I'm not going to get rid of it. Keep the spirits we're, at peace. Yeah, we're talking 1920, 1930, 1940-ish. So the question is, horror movie or prank? Because a new homeowner in UK went uh, to tear out a wall and behind it found a doll, which, ah, okay. Yikes. Eh. Eh. Doll came with a note. Oh, yeah. Just throw it away. Burn it. The note included the things in, as uh, introducing the doll itself as Emily. Mm-mm. Said that it killed the original owners and ended with, I hope you have knives. Sleep well. Okay, I find this very funny because definitely prank. Has to be, right? Yeah. Because (laughs) as somebody who's never owned a murderous doll, I'm going to say. (laughs) I'm going to say that the murderous doll would not let you know of its intentions (laughs) off the bat. They're probably not. (laughs) Why would it? Why would it write the note and be like, yep. I killed the previous owners. Guilt. Maybe it's been Good stuck luck. at that wall the entire time, and it's just it's the guilt is finally eaten away at it, and it's like, all right, I need to tell somebody. And it just so happened to mosey off and find a piece of paper and 100%. pencil. Like, okay, all right. No. Total prank. I mean, I agree, too. As someone who has unknowingly not maybe owned or not owned a murderous doll, um... Yes. By the reports are the the neighbors and friends of of this guy terrified. Dude himself thinks it's hilarious. So good news for him. Hopefully that doesn't come back to get him because I feel like that's how the story, that's how those horror movies always go, right? The one that's like, hey, you should. And he's like, nah, it's just, it's fine. Next thing you know, he turns up dead. Um, The question is, why? Because I agree that it's a prank, but man, this is a bit far, isn't it? I don't necessarily think it's super far out there. When did you say that the home was remodeled? Does it say? Because I would assume he he just recently purchased it, and and okay. and he believes it was remodeled over the last couple of years. Yeah, I believe he was so he was just messing around with it. Apparently, he punched a hole in the wall. Who knows? For Maybe funsies, the doll punched out. You know. Maybe he heard the noise and it became subconscious, and he was like, "Oh, something back right. there." Classic Kyle, you got it. <laughs> I- I no, I I I just I I think it has to have been a prank that they had to have done it. I really don't think it's all that far that you've gone um as far as that goes. Scale of 1 to 10. How uh how confident are you that it is a prank? No, like 10. 10. Probably okay. like a 12. On our Twitter, Utah's VFX, you can see it for yourself and decide prank or horror movie. Speaking of apartments, less horrifying, well, at least in the terms of bodily harm. Uh set of parents uh, apparently got their kid all set up with an apartment and they're having an issue Cutting the cord, as it were. What do mom and dad do when, well, let's be honest, son is being a little bit of, uh, well, just we'll say ignorant. Maybe he doesn't know any better. Maybe. AJ McCall at VFX. We got this message. Hey, AJ McCall. My son is 24, recently moved into a dirty apartment. Mm. We helped him move, and my wife was grossed out by how dirty the place was. Our son did a walkthrough the day before, gave it a thumbs up. The complex said they would replace the carpet and paint. They did neither. 
So he had a chance to call them out on it and didn't. My mm. wife cleaned the crap out of the place but said he should take it to the complex and tell them they should give him some sort of discount on his rent. Should we butt out? He's 24. I argue he'll learn from experience. My wife thinks he won't. And we should push his hand on this. Mm. I'm going to go with I think he needs to learn from experience because he's 24. Yeah. Eventually, he'll end up having to learn these things anyway. Uh, six eight two five five. The number to text start your text with VFX. My initial response at twenty finance twenty four two was that as well, but then part of me is like, not that maybe he doesn't know because like you know it was spotty. If he knows it's supposed to look cleaner than that, he knows. But maybe he just feels like that anxiety about like no, I don't want to make waves. Like no, they they owned up for it. I feel like you you do the first example of this is seemingly sounds like the first apartment or early on apartments kind of step in and do him a solid and be like, nah, you got to do something because it puts money back in his pocket. Like, I think ultimately you do him that solid. Then he doesn't do it after that. Like you're done. You wash your hands after the first one. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like for this one, I feel like it, it goes back to if he wants it to be cleaner, then he needs to say something yeah. because you know maybe mom wants it to be cleaner and maybe son is like no it's fine like i'm really okay here that's i think yeah i mean i think the money thing is what changed it for me we got a right. text message just came in <laughs> it says hope he finds a girlfriend who tells him the same stuff the mom is he'll take action watch my son do that now he's marrying her so at least stuff gets done yeah <laughs> Sometimes it's true. Like I readily admit, parents ain't always the best deliver of the messenger for kids. Right. I mean, like, no, like I got it, mom and dad. Like you're, you don't know what you're talking about. One time, there's a place in my hometown called Pheasant Run, and they had a bad reputation for a while because they're really cheap apartments. And when I was in college, they kind of got a remake. Like they, they didn't move or anything, but they they upgraded them and they I think kind of stepped up their clientele, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, me and my roommate at the time lived there for two years. Really didn't have any complaints whatsoever. But my mom found out that I was moving in there and told me that I absolutely was not allowed to. Really? Because as my aunt had put it, that's the those those were the slum apartments, and mm-hmm. I was like, they're they're not. I've lived right. here before. I had lived in them when they were worse, and I was fine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you don't like take a look at them first before you even say anything like that. So that would be one thing. But this, I think, clearly there's been a egregious misstep by the complex. Mm-hmm. I say you step in once, and then he doesn't carry the ball from there. And then you're like, well, you gave him a chance, and then he chose to throw the money away. Yeah into the trash speaking of money i know it is something that's hard to give up for everybody and money is tight as we deal with COVID and stuff but i had a thought the other day so um if there was a charitable idea that i came up with and i'm curious as to how many people will partake we'll get into that for the poll of the day and also frankly i'm just going to get excited about the concept of this while i'm thinking of it it's one of those things where you're really excited about it but then you're not sure if you're going to do it or not Mm mm-hmm I have always wanted to do some form of a car bash because it just seems fun. Like, how often do you get a chance to be like, here's a sledgehammer, have fun? <laughs> Seriously. Never. Never. AJ McCall on VFX. So here's my thought, and I need I need background information on this because, as we know, me and cars, oil and water. Right. Um, so Ashley's car broke down, and it broke down to the point where it's not going to be – nobody's going to want it to fix it because it's mm-hmm. too, way too expensive. So we were going we're going to send it to the junkyard. And then I thought, okay, 
Well, then reasonably, they just, you send it to the junkyard, they pay for the scraps, right? So even if you beat it up a little bit, shouldn't really affect what you get out of it, right? Yeah. Because it's going to be, it's minimal one way or the other. Right. So thought was, have an ass, spitballing here. What if we were able to take the vehicle first, beat it up a little bit, and then we could send it to the junkyard? I mean, in theory, great idea. In execution, where are you going to do it where you can, like, pick up after it? Because when you smash it, you know there's things that go everywhere. Like, you know, glass, metal, oil, things. I hope not oil. Uh, I, I don't know. I haven't thought that far ahead. I'm just spitballing the initial concept to start with here, and then we can go from there. Because my next question would be, and for the, the Thermo Fisher poll today, would you take part in a charity car bash because that would be the idea i my idea is that you would uh we would donate the car ashley's car couple bucks could take a swing or two and then you know whatever's left at the end of the day in terms of money then it goes somewhere whatever we pick the food bank uh, capsule whatever we decide to help out yeah but i think it would be a ton of fun i just want to make sure that uh, well one they'd be interested in doing it and two that well you know, if there's a slight downgrade in the minimal return already for City of the Junkyard, it's not my car, I do have to ask. But, if, right. you know, it'd be all right to do so. Because I've never even seen one. Like, they're always in movies, but I've never even seen one. I don't know that people really do it. That's I mean, what I'm saying. Is this another thing life. movies lied about? Like, Probably. they make them look so fun in movies. They're like, ah, they're an unmitigated nightmare. You got to get the paperwork. I'm sure there is. Clean up. I'm sure there is a ton of paperwork that's got to go into it. <sighs> I don't know that for a fact. Maybe it's not. Maybe you don't actually have paperwork. Maybe I'm just talking talking without I, any knowledge. It sounds confident to me. I'm buying it. Cool. Whatever McCall said sounds reasonable. All right. <laughs> Thermo Fisher poll of the day. Would you take part in a charity car bash if we were able to set something up? Uh, Utah's VFX on our Instagram story. With that being said, also a way to take out frustration. Anyway, you would choose so. And probably still park better at the end of the day than the nominees in Park Darts. <laughs> Have you voted? It's pinned at the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Welcome to Lifehack Parking, otherwise known as Park Narks with AJ and McCall on VFX. Because, McCall, if you pull in and take two spots in a parking lot, you don't have to worry about trying to pull through a back up, depending on which way you want to go. Time saver. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Nominee number one, the red car did exactly that. It's parked in a parking lot. It is parked perfectly over the line so that... Front end's in this spot, back end's in this spot. Whichever way I want to go, we can go. And then maybe even a twofer because the silver car in the foreground looks like it's not pulled up nearly far enough, potentially because the truck in the front of it has not pulled all the way through that spot. Correct. There's just a whole gangly mess of people who are quote-unquote time savers. We hate it. Look, if you don't pull all the way into the spot, you don't have to back out nearly as far. Life hack. Yeah. (laughs) Nominee number two. Huh. This truck decided it's not going to fall under the the social construct, the norms you've set with your lines. It doesn't get ruled by lines. Just because they go out horizontally doesn't mean he can't park vertically across three spots. Right. Who's who's stopping him? The answer's nobody, nobody. by the way. No. It's an open space. Tight. It's multiple open spaces. Look, everybody, not everybody, most people I think are uncomfortable at least a little bit when it comes to backing out. So if you park like this, you never have to back out. You can just wait and pull forward. Hashtag life hack. Yeah, you're welcome. 
Life hack parking on VFX is called Park Narks. You've done it wrong. There's a reason we're publicly shaming you, and it's posted on our social media for everybody to see. Yep. Vote. It's pinned to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. We'll find out who the worst parker in Cash Valley is tomorrow. And that one, uh, that winner, quote unquote, will move on to the tournament at the end of the year to find out who the worst parker in 2021 in Cash Valley is. You see bad parking, submit your parking nominees, Utah's VFX on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get a prize each week. You move on to the tournament, chance to play for bigger and better prizes. I don't know if learning how to drool is contagious, but I am convinced it is because I never used to do it, and now I admit that I occasionally do it, and it's because of someone that I live with. Uh-oh. I learned how to drool, and it is 100% Ashley's fault. Okay. AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debate today. Now, look, yes, could I? No, I'm not going to describe that. I never, never, this is not a lie. I'm not trying to clean myself because I admit that I occasionally drool during my sleep now, right? I can level with you. I never used to drool during when I slept at all. Okay. I now occasionally, I would say maybe not quite once a month, month and a half maybe, twice a quarter. How about that? Twice a quarter. Twice a quarter. At some point I will wake up and be like, oh, gross, disgusting. Oh, it's on my pillow. Okay. Never used to do it. Ashley does it way more often than I do. And I am convinced that I learned it from her. Don't know how. Somehow as osmosis legitimately into my brain. And then I started doing that habit because you adopt the habits of the people you spend a bunch of time with, right? And this is one I don't want to, I didn't want. Right. But now I have. Right. And I'm curious, does anybody else have any, not necessarily weird habits, but weird things they've noticed about their partner that have come out to light? Because right, maybe not initially, I don't want to say everybody hides who they are, but you, you know, you, you. You want to be, you present your best self. Right. Hopefully you're not lying. Right, of course. Please don't lie. And then you get comfortable and then the weird comes out. You know, I think you see the weird little bits and pieces here and there. Like, I never knew for a fact I would like to hammer on this again because I just can't stand it. You don't put ketchup on Mexican food. Just so we're all clear. So Ashley does that too. Can't stand it. Never going to adopt that one. But we've made burritos to have at home this week. And she bought a whole thing of ketchup just for it. (laughs) But... 68255, the number to text, start your text with VFX. And it's not always good or bad. It could, you know, weird, unusual, whatever. Uh, I, to her probably, didn't do anything with my baths. The baths was just a literal pool of hot water. And I got to tell you, gay best friend, girlfriend, whatever it is, get you one because your bath came through the roof. Yeah. Bath bombs, Epsom salts, essential oils. Oh, way better. They're all so good. Way better. Makes it really nice. Very soothing. So to her, ipso facto, there's one for me. Like I was just like, I'm gonna take a bath, warm water. That was it. The shower accomplishes kind of the same thing. Like, but the, yeah. you put that other stuff in there. Whoo, it's true. Whoo, it's true. It's so much better. Have you ever hung eucalyptus leaves in your shower? I, you know, it's funny you say that. I haven't done that because I was thinking we've been talking about life hacks a lot today. Yeah. I haven't done the one either. I feel like I should do the ice tray one, right? Where you met, you freeze whatever, and then you can set them in the bottom of the shower, and then it dissolves. Vicks or whatever. Oh, okay. I was like, not the why ice tray you... itself. I mean, ice cubes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I was like, why are you putting ice cubes it's, in the it's bottom one of, of the weird things shower? about me. I bring weird things into the shower. I, <laughs> ice cubes. We put them on the floor. No. Yeah, no, you freeze Vicks. <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm sorry. I didn't go all the way. I had no idea what was, I was happening. I excited thinking about my bath game that I didn't finish the thoughts on the shower game. My bad. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, we had a text message here. My wife sleeps with her eyes open. The first time ah. she stayed the night at my place, I thought she died. Yeah, that, yeah. I don't know that. Can you ever get used to that? Get 
You know, get eye masks. They probably are so dry in the morning. That's not comfortable. I, I don't like that. No. I, I, no offense, texter. You love her. Mm-hmm. Great. Past. I, uh, no. I have to sleep with no strips on. Fun little quirk about me. Otherwise, I can't breathe. In the morning, I wake up and I'm like, I hate everything. Fun fact, I probably should sleep with no, no strips on because I found that I'm a terrible snore. Same. It's a game changer, AJ. I'm sure like, it genuinely, is. Genuinely, it's it's like, a game changer. Game changer for, for Dustin, I'm assuming, because for me, it doesn't and, bother me. No, well, so I it, wake up and I can breathe fine, but apparently in the evening it's like somebody just like half covers the exhaust. Here's the thing: I think it doesn't bother you until you know a different way. Because Ooh, it didn't, that's a good point. It didn't that's bother fair. me. That's fair. Until I actually wore nose strips, and then in the morning I woke up, I was like, "Wow, how have I just been sleeping without these?" Because it's just a way better, like way more rested sleep and so it's it's really nice i also have this really weird quirk where if i work really hard um like for long extended hours or something i recite the things that i was doing during the day in my sleep so like for example when i used to work at the bank i'd work you know 12 or 13 hour days we i'd come home i'd go to bed i'd wake up dreaming about making cashier's checks or Whatever, and I would be saying it out loud. I would wake myself up because I was speaking those things. I was selling water bottles at the state fair last weekend. Same thing. Like, Hmm. I woke up reciting those things, and I was like, stop it. I'm resting. I wonder what McCall did today. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah, got it. (laughs) There she is. Uh, you can comment on our, our, we got to post up on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX, the weird things about yourself or your partner, either or. Uh, But, I wouldn't say weird, definitely brave, but worth it to save an engagement ring. Oh. Hear me out. There was a fire. Oh, oh no. As a barely functioning adult, whenever I do get around to buying the engagement ring that I have uh, designed for Ashley, it will be the most expensive thing that exists in that house. Yes. So, not really how the hierarchy works in terms of my fire list, AJ McCall at VFX, which I think we all have in some capacity. Maybe you haven't thought about it to the extent, fingers crossed, knock on wood, it never happens. Right. But I think everybody has some kind of idea of what they would be like, oh no, there's a house fire, what do I grab? Right. Because for me, like, it's the card collections. They're sitting there on the bottom books, I know exactly where I could do it blind, I could go find them. They're coming with me. It's impressive. But, we get the engagement ring, well, here's the the question. So a guy in... uh, North Carolina, him and his girlfriend, their house caught on fire. Oh, rough. He ran back into the house fire because engagement ring was in there. Oh, my. He went in there, grabbed it, came back out, and then a, <laughs> the headline puts it, turned a bad situation into something good, proposed right there on the spot. Nice. So my question is, initially, I got to be honest, initially my response was, dude, not worth it because like a ring will make it through the fire, right? Uh, the box is not going to look good. You're going to have to clean it up maybe a little bit. I mean, it, I think it kind of depends on what you, how you have it set up. Like if it's what kind of material it's made out of, you know, like with the plating, if there's plating on it, I think you got to be careful with that. I don't really know. Do I look like I don't I, I don't know anything about I don't know anything about rings. Nothing. Precisely nothing. All I know is that I buy mine usually they're five dollars at Claire's, okay? And then they melt. Like they just they move. And then they turn my fingers green. So <laughs> you know. Again, it, 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 the cheapskate in me comes out and I'm like, oh, that's pretty expensive. I probably had to try and save that. And you know, it's small. I can throw it in my pocket, it's fine. Yeah. 
initially, and so I initially I also thought, okay, it's a little. I thought a little bit corny too. Right. Like I get it. I've never been in a life or death situation. I'm sure that dude had some plenty of flashes run past his eyes while he ran back into a flaming house to go get the engagement ring. Mm-hmm. But then I read the quote, and he said, he said he gave a speech about how. Um, we weren't going to see our home for a really long time. And if I was going to have to leave our home, I wanted to leave it with her as my fiance. And I was like, oh, dang it, Sean. That's good. Darn, All right, that I'm is in. good. I'm cheering for you kids. That's good. I'm pretty sure he's older than I am. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's the, yeah, I really like that. That's good. Like, right. Bravo, man. Bravo. So she said yes for just clarification. Man, that would have been whew, a real punch in the gut if his house had burned down. She was like, um, no. no. Sorry, so now you got to find a new girlfriend and a new place to live. That would have hurt so This much. is really awkward. But other than that, uh, you know, engagement ring, whenever it gets in there, yes. Card collection, good. Everything else, replaceable. There's a one point where I was like, the hard drive on my gaming system? Like, nah, not worth it, bro. Just run. Yeah. That's the nice thing about not being a functioning doll. There's not a ton of stuff in there. There's some art that I would really like to not have to replace because I don't think I could. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it'd be... At some point, it stops. It's it goes from being the one saving stuff to looking like you're you're robbing the joint. Yeah, I'm going back in. So congratulations, Sean, and Woo! his now fiance. Yeah, Sean and fiance. Fiance. Start the speculation. He did it on purpose to get the perfect engagement no. scenario. Look, would it really surprise you if you write a headline: "Dude set a house on fire before proposing to his girlfriend." We do Florida not every day. You cannot tell me that you would be like. No, there's no way that's not true. You'd have to give it its due diligence. Yeah, okay. The AJ and McCall show will not be held responsible for the amount of jamming out you're about to do, Mm. especially, I believe, if you're in the millennial age range, unheralded, uncovered jams perfectly for Throwback Thursday. Yeah. I don't know if if it's contagious in terms of the way advertising works for everybody. And this is not meant to be, this is not a pitch, by the way. It's not an MLM. AJ and McCall at VFX. But like for, I'll tell you mine. So on our station, the two that always get me, is Levens, and it's for the stupidest reasons. It's just how they say Levens at the end. Yeah, that yeah. that's solely it, and it's to the point that that I will just say it in a no Randomly. no context, no nothing. I just go Levens, and it just comes out of nowhere. And then the other one for me is uh, McConnell debate. This is the furniture store that does the in the valley, out of the valley, on the internet. It's my favorite saying yeah. because we change it all the time, but I love the saying. Uh, so. There's, there's way I don't know if it sticks the same way, but those will probably be stuck in your head, and you'll listen for them now, and be like, "AJ, you're an idiot." And that's fine. I can it's be fine. an idiot. But just a catchy jingle, man. As much crap as I occasionally give to TikTok, one of the cool things about it is that if you're a bit nostalgic, it is a good place to go too. Because if you're a millennial, there's plenty of places where people kind of rehash some stuff. And the other day, I stumbled across one. And look, advertising—I'm not saying it's good, bad, the other ways—and prove drastic. I don't really care. But all I know is. They don't make the same fire jams that they used to when I was a kid. Like this one. And again, AJ McCall show not responsible for the amount of jamming out you're about to do. Instead of looking fly and rolling fat, my legs are sticking to the vinyl and my posse's getting laughed at. F-R-E-E, that spells free. Creditreport.com, baby. What a throwback. What a throwback. I think my favorite one is when they're in the bathroom. That's the one where they're driving the car. But ugh, that, like, Dude, mm. my favorite's the one where he's wearing a pirate. Oh, the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. 
I can't remember. It's all because some hacker stole my identity. That's all I remember. See, you can still remember. Yeah, I know. You can remember the lyrics because they're jams. Now I'm serving. So there's this trend on TikTok where people share like when you first heard a song. I saw the Levels one. There's a bunch of them. And their millennial target is like, it's 2011, you heard Levels for the first time in a house party, yep. and your life has changed. Swedish house mafias, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, that, that one was good, good. yeah. So somebody did one of this, and I commented on it, because I was like, yeah, these are jams. They're jams. The Free Credit Report commercials were jams. They weren't even a band, but they they nailed it. Yes. Uh, and then that same person I found on TikTok did another one, and this one is legitimately, I would, I would probably actually listen to this. I did that day. I went on the internet and found education connection. Awful. This is the beginning it's of scams. I have no idea if it worked so or not. So bad. Listening to it now as an adult, like the, it's a jam. Oh, it's so bad. But watching the commercial, I'm like, that was a scam, right? They had to be like, had was, to they were like, fire jam, total scam. Yep. Oh, it's the best. I feel like that's na- that's now the new slogan. I mean, if somebody calls you and they got a fire jam, sure scam. You know it. They you worked, know it. They worked hard on the pitch because they know the product is crap or fake, and they've got to pull you in, dude. I got a phone call last night that I was pretty sure was a scam for a second because it came from like an 801 number. Okay. But as I answered the phone, I said, hello. And they said, hello at the same time. And then they said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Hi. Jinx. Can you hear me? And I was like, yeah. Who the H is calling me right now? What's going on? Turns out it was the state of Utah. (laughs) Oh, geez. For like a health survey. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh, okay. I thought, yeah, no big deal, right? No big deal. It took me like 45 minutes. That's a long time. It was a very long time. And you probably feel the same thing. Like once I commit to doing a survey, I don't feel like I can pull out of it. I can't. I'm already in it. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. It's fine. We're already here. And then then I got to the end of the phone call and they were like, we'd like to call call you back about asthma. And I was like... Whatever. Sure. Okay. Great. So McCall's become the center point of all health-related studies now. Dude, I was certain that it was, like, at first, because I never get phone calls that are legit anymore. They're always scams. They're always fake. I think this one was legit, though. Yeah, so if it's too too fire, if it's too rehearsed, it's Mm -hmm. too perfect, it's a scam. If they're a total doofus, goober, or mess up, or sound anxious on the inside, it's probably not. I mean, they only asked for my credit card once, so (laughs) I'm just kidding. They really didn't ask for my credit card. I never give that out over the phone to somebody Please I didn't don't. know. Please don't. Please do not. For the love. This, this is a terrible position to put me in to be the voice of reason. Don't do that. <laughs> I really didn't. I really didn't. 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX or Utah's VFX on our social media. Look, we shouldn't be the only one reliving these absolute jams mm-hmm. for Throwback Thursday. If there's a commercial that stood out to you, funny or song, whatever, Share it. I want to hear it. Yeah. Those are the two that I just think of that run through my head. And honestly, I would listen to them. I'm probably going to like right now. Oh, my gosh. Just like the rest of the world, the AJ McCall show at VFX is following the Gabby Petito case, which has had some <laughs> updates since we talked about it on Tuesday. Yes. Um, it has been confirmed. It was her the body they found. It has been confirmed. It's homicide. You know, it's really interesting. So it's really easy to get swept up in the media slash societal demand for Correct. ahead, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody wants to blame somebody, and they should. Yeah. Someone lost their daughter, cousin, sister, whatever. And I'm with that. Um, we, McCall and I, have a friend who is notorious for holding out to the last possible iota, which is not a bad thing. Right. But 
I feel like dude does it just to get a rise out of people because his stance now is that laundry is innocent until proven guilty, which is factually true. Right. I just feel like when you look at the contextual evidence, right, doesn't look great. It's going to be really interesting to see how this all plays out because obviously they, they got to get it into a court of law where there's an unbiased jury to be yeah, able to which, have, have a fair trial. How are you going to do that? I have the no world idea. Is following this thing. I have no idea. I'm going to be very curious how it's how it all plays out. Still, um, just reading through the situations, there's more and more that's coming up. Uh, <sighs> somebody said that they saw a quote commotion as Petito and Laundry were leaving the Mary Piglet's Tex-Mex restaurant on August 27th. So I guess she was in tears. Laundry was visibly angry, going into and out of the restaurant several times. Like it's just. There's a lot that's coming up. So police have re- re- uh, continued, brought yes. back their search for laundry, and they've started diving because his family said he went up to the um, res- reservation or whatever it was parked near their house. Yeah. I, I read the other day, too, that uh, uh, Gabby's parents were threatening through their lawyer action against Laundry's parents because to this yes. point it has seemed that they have been less than helpful. It, it's not that they have been lying. They have just been withholding. Yes. Yeah. Just withholding. But I think, it, do, you, do you think it's a case of, like, people were waiting to see if it was Gabby? Do you think it's a case of finally people were able to try and find some people that maybe had a story while they were on this journey? Because I think it's interesting that, like, these stories are just coming out now and now, like, we saw the police video footage, right? That was one right. of the first things that was released, and it was like, oh, this doesn't look great. But as you said, the text makes for shot. There's these stories that keep coming out now. People are like, yeah, it didn't look good from the outside. Like, where were these stories... Last week. I I don't know. I think it it's interesting to see some of the information that is coming out because yes, as as we all know, there are things that get put on the internet that are not yes, correct. That's true. Um, that are not valid. And so I, I think it's hard to sift through it because at this point it's a really sad it's a really sad story. And last week Everybody and their dog was an investigative journalist who was actually trying to f- to get down to the bottom of it because they were coming from like a true crime perspective. Right. Like, I like true crime podcasts. And it's like, no, how dare you? Because this is a family. There are family members here that have just lost their daughter. They're trying to find her. Like it, it's I don't I don't know why it didn't come out. I think there was just too much last week that was too muddled. Fair enough. But those are the. Uh latest updates we have so as we have them i mean we're following right. along just like everybody else hoping to find some sort of resolution as much as one as there can be right um but that's what we've got at the moment vfx's facebook roulette aj and mccall gonna find posts that they think are awesome and then the best <laughs> one goes on the vfx facebook page oh mine's pretty good what do you got well i landed on my friend Susie's post well susan sorry i know right it's weird throws me off it's weird. her name was Susie forever it's weird she got married and changed her name to susan she became a full-fledged adult how dare you anyway it's a uh picture from i think this is from buffy maybe it's not maybe i'm getting banished anyway it says him what are you gonna do about it me she's clearly making a hex and i got a kick out of it because just yesterday somebody said something like don't do anything. I said, yeah, you better watch out. I'll hex you. Oh, it was it was our uh, roper up front. Oh. He said something about me looking like a spooky human. I said, watch out. I'll hex you. Oh, man. Uh, I landed on someone I didn't know I was friends with, Jill. 
Uh, and it says, "I feel, she, she typed, I feel seen. And it's a picture of a tweet. It says, no one lies more than a mom that says, we'll see. Because oh. we ain't about to see nothing. We ain't about to see nothing. I saw this earlier and you can win. Because yes, exactly how it goes. We'll see. No, we won't. <laughs> No, we I mean, won't. frankly, then that just gives you, that's where you got it from. Because it's the same thing for me, see. too. Like, eh, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Zilcho. We have just unearthed the whole issue that I have with every human being ever. Because everybody always says maybe, but maybe actually means no. Just say no. Mom, you listen. Just say no. Thank you. Maybe. No. <laughs> The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, finding at us across all social media, just like AJ McCall, Utah's VFX. Vote for Park Narcs because that comes to its conclusion tomorrow. It's pinned at the top of our Facebook page. Do not forget, or they will punish us, the fact that there is the job fair today, 11 to 6 at Castle Manor and Hyde Park. I don't want to get fired yeah. because you didn't know. They yelled at us. They did. You need to go if you don't like your job or you want to find a new job or... Um, I don't know. Maybe you want a side hustle or maybe you just want to work four jobs. Whatever it is, go get one. It's applicable. It is applicable. I'm looking at the list right here of all of the things that you could get jobs with. There's a lot. We're talking 41-ish plus. Castle Manor and Hyde Park, 11 to 6 today, the Cash Valley Media Job Fair. Watch out because it looks like a little bit of fall creeped in the weather forecast today. Yeah, it sure did. So be careful of that. And then until tomorrow for the AJ McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.